You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Jesus, one person, one person. Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant. Now listen, if the old covenant was mediated through many angels, okay, not just one, many angels were involved. These powerful angelic creatures involved in the mediation of the first covenant through Moses. Then if Jesus is the mediator, the sole mediator of the new covenant, much greater than angels. He has to be. Many in our culture will acknowledge that Jesus was a great man who made a big influence on culture for the last 2,000 years, but that's where they stop. They won't acknowledge his divinity or his role in establishing and maintaining our new covenant with God. As Pastor Danny begins our study in Hebrews, we are reminded of Jesus' importance. Your salvation is entirely dependent on him. No sacrifice, no works, nothing you can do to earn it. It's entirely based on Jesus, who intercedes on your behalf. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, with today's edition of The Living Word. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 says, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Wow. These powerful beings. Jesus said in Matthew 18 that every believer has at least one angel, a personal angel assigned to him. Some of us have several. We need them. I think I got more than one. Though they do not have an earthly body, they have a form. Now, this is a bit mysterious, but sometimes they appear as human. Hebrews 13.2 admonishes us, exhorts us to entertain strangers. Be hospitable to strangers because some people have entertained strangers unaware as angels. They're strangers, and they were angels, and they didn't know they were angels. (laughs) Genesis 18 and 19, the three angels that come to uh, Abraham, and they appear as human. Two of them go down and uh, bring down fire and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, They can appear as human. A lot of times they're depicted with wings uh, because they're swift. They're swift. They're fast. They can move. They have emotion. They're capable of emotion. How do you know that? There's rejoicing in the presence of the angels over one sinner who repents. They show emotion. Let me tell you something else about angels. Now, I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff out here. They love the Word of God, at least the ones that are still serving the Lord. They love the Word of God. As a matter of fact, they absolutely love prophecy. 1 Peter chapter 1, listen, verse 10 and following, concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time, the fulfillment of the time, and the circumstances to which the Spirit was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. So the prophets even were trying to figure out what they were receiving, and they didn't understand it all. And then it says in verse 12, even angels long to look into these things. They love prophecy. And they don't have it all figured out. They marvel too. They, they saw this prophecy, and then they never saw the fulfillment quite like it happened. I mean, just amazing. They love prophecy. Let me give you one more. Matthew 28, 2 says that 
at the resurrection of Jesus Christ, an angel came down from heaven and rolled the stone away from the tomb. Now, let me just note, the angel rolled the stone away not to let Jesus out. He's already out. He walked through walls. Okay? The angel didn't roll the stone away to let Jesus out. He rolled the stone away to let us in, to see that he is not here. He is risen. But let me tell you what it says now. It says an angel came from heaven, rolled away the stone, and when he came down from heaven, there was a violent earthquake. That's a powerful angel. He shook the earth. There was an earthquake, which makes me wonder. One of the clear prophecies that we're getting close to the second coming of Jesus Christ is an increase numerically and an increase geographically in places that you never thought you'd have one, earthquakes. And I wonder, because you also have uh, scriptures that talk about the increased angelic activity of the end times, I wonder if every time you hear of another earthquake, it's just not increased angelic activity in the heavenly realms. Jacob, when he's running from his brother Esau, and he stopped on the way to Uncle Laban's house, and he slept in the middle of nowhere, and he had a a dream, and God gave him a dream of angels ascending and descending heaven to earth. If we could look into the spiritual realm right now, it'd blow your mind. Matter of fact, you'd probably fall like you were dead, if you could see. Because that's what Daniel did. Daniel, when he saw the vision of his angel, he says his body was like chrysolite, his face like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and his voice like the voice of a multitude. And Daniel says, when I saw him, I fainted. He fainted fascinating angels. You say, what is the point? Jews, rightly so, had a lofty, very high and lofty view of angels, as they should and as we should. Some Jews went too far in their lofty view and began to worship angels. Colossians 2, Paul writes, and he says, don't let anybody lead you into the worship of angels. But it would be easy to worship an angel, especially a powerful one. We are going to read Hebrews. Revelation. Revelation chapter 18. The apostle John on the Isle of Patmos receiving this tremendous book, the Revelation. And he says in chapter 18, verse 1, After this I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority. And the earth was illuminated by his splendor. You go through chapter 18, chapter 19. You get to chapter 19, verse 9, and he says, Then the angel, this powerful angel, said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, these are the true words of God. At this, I fell at his feet to worship him. John the apostle. But he, the angel, said to me, do not do it. I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The angel says to him, don't you worship me. This this is all about Jesus. It's not about me. That's what all the prophets spoke about. He's the center, not me. Hebrews 9.15, Hebrews 12.24 tell us that Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant. Did you hear what I just said? Jesus, one person, one person. Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant. Now listen, if the old covenant was mediated through many angels, okay, not just one, many angels, 
were involved. These powerful angelic creatures involved in the mediation of the first covenant through Moses. Then if Jesus is the mediator, the sole mediator of the new covenant, he's much greater than angels. He has to be. He's much greater than the angels. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways, sometimes through angels. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. Folks, he's the last word. Whom he appointed heir of all things. What? You kidding me? And through whom he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sin, something the law never could do, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. That is the most exalted seat anybody could ever have. And that's what he said. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. <laughs> well, there's just a nice, easy four verses to open Hebrews chapter 1. You talk about hitting 900 miles an hour out of the gate. The writer doesn't give any proof. He just launches in four verses, and he says, here's who he is. He's the creator. He's the sustainer of all things. He's the radiance of God's glory. He's the one that's provided purification for sins. And by the way, by the way, he has the greatest seat of honor in all of creation. What an amazing full verses. Colossians 1.17 says, in him all things hold together. Just think about that. Our earth that we live on is tilted 23 degrees. If it were tilted just a little one way or just a little way the other, we couldn't survive. If the sun was any further away or any closer, just a little bit, we'd either freeze to death or all burn up. If the atmosphere didn't remain, atmosphere didn't remain a constant, a constant, then all these meteors and stuff that are headed for earth and have been for a long time that burn up harmlessly in our atmosphere, if the atmosphere didn't remain constant, we all have to live underground. If the sea level surface of the, the sea, the bottom, uh, were shifted, we'd be destroyed. I mean, it's amazing. It's incredible. We're so blessed to be able to share the Word of God with you on each new edition of The Living Word. Thanks for being a part of our valued listening audience. Pastor Danny will continue his study in the book of Hebrews next time, so we hope you'll join us again. We'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us as we continue to share the hope of salvation with the world. Would you join us in praying for the listeners of The Living Word? Pray that God would touch each person with His love and open their hearts to the truth of His Word. Please pray for us also. We want to continue following God's plan for this program no matter where He asks us to go. We know the power of prayer, and we appreciate you doing this for us. Would you also ask the Lord about contributing financially to the Living Word? 
This program is professionally produced to provide the best quality messages possible, so as not to distract from the message of the Bible. That does incur some costs, however, so if you feel led to give, visit our website at ccfstpete.church and click on the online giving guide under Forms. Any and all amounts are greatly appreciated and will be used to share the good news of Jesus' love for the world. Thank you for praying about this. That website once more is ccfstpete.church. With that, we've come to an end of our time with you today. We pray that God continues to bless you as you study His Word and open your heart to His unending love and grace. Thanks again for tuning in today to The Living Word.